In this video, we're going to be talking about having a favorite child and holding family grudges. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate. My name is Jessica. My name is Darwin. Do you have a favorite child? I don't, but they both treat me differently. See, I've heard parents in the past say that they have a, not many, I guess, would admit it. You confessing today? No, I'm not confessing nothing. I I don't agree with any with parents saying that they have a favorite child. There's parents who do it, and to each their own. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I your family, you treat it however yeah. you want to treat it. But for me, I don't think you should do that. Um, I think that now that I have like a boy and a girl, right? I think every child is different. Mm-hmm. And I have a different relationship with each child. I don't have, I don't love Zena more than I love Armani. And I don't love Armani more than I love Zena. They're just different relationships. With my son is like, he's, he's different. He's like, you know, less, you know, affectionate, affectionate you know, kind of, you know, little kid. My daughter, Zena, she's more extra lovey-dovey you know wants to be hugging you all the time and i love it but i love both of my kids equally i can't say i love one more than the other i also feel like it's a problem to say that as a parent because one you're going to create competition between your kids Mm -hmm. because every child wants to be loved by their parent equally or create a grudge Right. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It it creates a competition space for the children and it shouldn't be that way. They should see each other as a team. Like we're a family. You're my brother. You're my sister. They're our parents. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, no, but, you know, mommy likes Zena more because she, you know, like sometimes, you know, because of the age difference, maybe there's there may be things that I maybe think is more appropriate for Zena to have, let's say, to be complaining because she wants that toy, yeah. right? For example, even though Recent I, events. <laughs> I try, I try to, you know, <laughs> I try to not make either of them feel like I'm choosing sides. But for example, if Zena has a toy that belongs to Armani, <laughs> um, and she's like playing with it, and Armani starts complaining. Oh my god! But that's my toy, mind you. He ha- he wasn't even playing with it. And we're talking about a recently turned ten year old. Yeah. Oh, but that's mine. That's mine. I'm like Armani. Like you weren't playing with it. Like let her play with it a little bit. What's gonna happen? She's not gonna take it away somewhere. You guys live in the same house. <laughs> it's not like she's gonna take it away from you forever. Yeah. You know. Also, like that sharing comes into play. Um. And and I try to explain to him like you know it really. I don't really like how you're acting like you're two and you're 10, you're like her big brother. You know, yeah. why are you fighting over this little toy with a five-year-old? You're getting on her level is what I try to tell her, tell him. And it's not even like a toy of, you know, like a Nintendo switch or something. It'll be like a happy meal toy yeah, that, that we yeah, know for a fact really, that yeah. he, he hates it or, he, <laughs> and then he's just like, I don't want her to have it. Just being a brother. Right. Yeah. And, or vice versa. Cause she does the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then I try to explain to her, like, okay, why don't you want him to play with with your toys when he has something you want? You know, I'm over here, you know, telling him to share with you. Like, why don't you want to share with him? So I always really try not to take sides because I don't want my kids to ever feel like, oh, no, mommy and daddy are always on so-and-so side. And I feel like us parents, we can do that. Mm-hmm. We're probably not doing it on purpose, 
right? We're not doing it purposefully where it's like we're choosing one side more than the other. Um, but for different reasons, different personalities, maybe your personality goes more with one child than the yeah. other. But that doesn't mean for me personally, let's say my personality goes more with Armani. That doesn't mean I love Armani more than I love Zena. Yeah. And I think that's important that as parents, we make sure that we don't make our kids feel like they're less loved than their sibling. And Armani now is recently, I feel like he's getting a little bit more affectionate because I think he sees that Zena is so affectionate. Mm-hmm. And she's like rubbing off on him. <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes before he will not like want to be all hugged up on. Sometimes yeah. he, I feel like he gets closer. Like, And I feel like he's, he's, Maybe we shouldn't be talking, putting his business out there like that. Yeah. But um, even when he was like little, I feel like he wasn't he wasn't that type. And it's you have to respect it because yeah. every person again is different. There are people, even as adults, yeah. There are couples. Let's say, for example, in a couple scenario, there might be one in the relationship that's like. I don't want you all up on me all the time. I don't want you hugging me all the time. And that doesn't mean that person doesn't love the other person. Mm-hmm. It's just that that person's love language isn't hugs. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to be um, careful. We also have to be very careful with comparing our kids to one another mm-hmm. because one may be very disciplined at something and the other one might not be so disciplined. And, you know, of course, as parents, we want our kids to be really good at everything. And so it happens. I hear it all the time. I don't make that mistake because I feel like growing up, I've heard this a lot from adults. I heard this a lot, not just in my own family, but in other families where a parent would be like, oh, you know, why can't you be like your sister? She, you know, comes home and she does her homework and nobody has to tell her to do anything. And you, you know, I have to. Even though the sister is doing the right thing, and as a parent, that's what you want your child to do. You want your child to have discipline. You want your child to do good in school. You want your child to have, I don't know, whatever. You shouldn't say, why can't you be like so-and-so? Because, again, that creates resentment with the other kid, and you're going to make the other kid not even give a chance to their sibling to have a connection because all the time they're just thinking, I don't like my brother or my sister because... They make me look bad. Yeah. And they make my parents not love me enough because I'm not as good as they are. And I don't feel like you, it's just like in a household. that Because I think you could do things like that. Like, for example, I'll bring Armani to the equation. Like when, and his baseball. Like sometimes I would tell him, like, hey, like I want you to have the drive that this kid has. Like look at how passionate this kid is. Like, yeah, but you're not talking about his sibling. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's not like saying, like, don't ever do that. It's mm-hmm. like, just be careful when you do it. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to see that kid as like, oh, my my parents love him more than me. It's going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, my, he's my competition in a way. Yeah. But you never want him to think, like, his sibling is a competition. Yeah, that's a very so, toxic. Mm-hmm. You You create, as a parent, you create a very toxic environment between siblings when you do that. And again, like that's what you hear when everybody grows up, they be like, "Oh, this kid is the favorite." Yeah, mm-hmm. you hear that often, yeah. and it's not fair, you know. Like, no child should feel like they're loveless. And again, I feel like a lot of parents don't do it intentionally. Yeah. Um, especially I, I think for my parents' generation, you know, when they were 
parenting my generation, mm-hmm. our generation, you know, sometimes our parents didn't really think much of what they said. It wasn't like a big deal for them. And they didn't really put a lot of thought into the words that were coming out of their mouth sometimes. It was just like, it, it is what it is. Like, it's the truth, you know, like the truth hurts, whatever, whatever, like tough love. But even though some siblings might get over it, you have those siblings who just aren't strong enough to take on that harsh criticism. Mm -hmm. And the parent might be coming from a good place of wanting that kid to just take their words and and feel motivated to be better. But what they do is that they discourage more than they encourage the child to be better. They just start believing that they're not they're not the good sibling yeah, yeah. they're not the one that's good enough it's like the the event i was on i was in a real estate event on saturday and it was two brothers that developed the building like they and i could tell like their parents were there mm. and i automatically saw who the mother like who was the favorite boy really? he was the younger one but i could just tell like the energy she had towards him and it wasn't like she was like extremely proud of both of them because she was like, oh, my God. But I could just tell like the younger one was like, the, I was like, oh, that's the mama's boy Instant, <laughs> instantly. And I, I even felt like sometimes like he, she will hug him so much that he would be like, really? like come on, mom. And, and I mean, y- younger, but he was probably like in his probably like late 30s, 40s. And then the older one was like probably older. He was probably like mid 40s. Yeah. I think also as. um. You know, because I've, I, I've seen and I've heard, you know, adults already. And mm-hmm. they're adults. Like, they have a family already. Talk about, let's say, their sibling or, or like, throw, like, little pujitas. Like, oh, that's my mom's favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, like, roll their eyes or whatever it is. And I just find it very sad that it's like you're already an adult. You already have a family and you're still holding on to this. And maybe, you know, in your family, maybe your parent makes it very obvious. Maybe they're very vocal about it and and not in a very nice way, which is unacceptable Mm -hmm. in my opinion. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes the parent is just the parent just has a different relationship with each child. And sometimes there's a child who wants the parent to have the the relationship they have with the other sibling with Mm -hmm. them. But we have now we have to talk about like personalities because the reality is that even you, even though your parent is your parent, there's still a person who mm-hmm. has personality and they they um, are more compatible, let's say, with a certain personality. And even though maybe your parent isn't trying to make you feel like the less loved child or the less favorite child, let's say maybe they do have a better relationship with Maria mm-hmm. because maybe Maria, when when she talks to Maria, Maria is understanding. Maybe Maria is more um, um, less judgy when her mom makes certain comments. And maybe the mom feels more comfortable talking to Maria because with Crystal, Crystal just doesn't want to hear it all yeah. the time. So sometimes as adults, we have to also think, am I holding on to, to a grudge that yeah. makes no sense? You know, like, am I really holding on to a grudge that makes no sense? No, and two is like, let's say for like our parents, let's say they have three or four kids and you'd be like, yeah, my parents are so much better with the youngest one. Mm -hmm. 
it's not that they're i mean clearly they're much better but they're just better parents because they have more experience yeah so it's like with the first one they're just kind of like trying to figure out and then with the second one is like all right i'm a little better like let me see how (laughs) let me see where i can change that i didn't mess up right but they could mess up because they're gonna try something new with the third one it's like all right i know what i did with the first one i know what i did with the second one let me not do it with the third one right and then the fourth one is just like let's go bro we got yeah this. usually with the last one parents tend to be a little bit less strict a little bit more mm-hmm. like laid back because they realize like then that didn't do anything yeah and it's sometimes things are not that serious mm-hmm. when you're a first-time parent you're like the strictest i feel like the first child gets the strictest yeah. the strictest you know <laughs> i feel like that way from with me like my parents were so strict mm-hmm. and the more kids that they had it's like my sister um had less strict rules when she was like let's say middle school high school and then my brother is like i'm like how did this happen i'm like (laughs) i remember i couldn't even go to the corner like what what is happening here um but we have to understand i feel like as an adult if we still hold on to that resentment between siblings that is something that we now have to take accountability for because yeah when you were a child you could blame your parents about you know having a grudge with your sibling because they were always, let's say, picking on you or saying that the other sibling was doing better than you. But as an adult, now we have to take accountability for the way we feel. Mm-hmm. And we have to um, come to terms and say, wait a minute, like, and understand that our parents are human. I feel like some of us are so harsh. Like, we 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 cast judgment on our parents so harshly and we expect them to be so perfect. Well, my father has like 15 kids and he still hasn't figured it out. So, See, but you're talking about an extreme situation. You know, like you don't even have a relationship with your dad. Mm -hmm. And let's say if you had a grudge with your dad, you have more of a reason (laughs) to have Mm -hmm. a grudge than many kids. True. But even then, for you, I always tell you, it's not going to do you any good to hold a grudge against your dad. He's still your dad and you're not going to be able to change him. Like, the most you can do is have a healthy boundary between you and your dad, which you even don't have to have because he doesn't even get close. (laughs) But, you know, the most that you could do is take care of yourself mentally so that whatever your dad did in his life and all the errors, the huge errors he has made in his life, you don't carry on your your shoulders because what he did is not your fault. No, true. Um, But when it comes to, like... the normal family with a mom and a dad or just one parent and um, just trying to have like a good relationship with the family you grew up with. Sometimes as adults, for the sake of our own selves and our own mental health, we need to take matters into our own hands. And if we are holding grudges for things that make no sense, we should be taking care of that for ourselves so that we can move forward. And when we have our own family, say, okay, what are the things that I really didn't like my parents did with me and my siblings as I was growing up? And maybe now you as a parent, you can do those things better. But it, it does no good for us to hold on to these grudges or to hold on to these little, you know, espinitas, you know, that we have with Resentment. like, let's say, our siblings or our parents because they weren't the way we wanted them to be while we were growing up. It makes, it does no good. It does more bad than it does any good. 
And so going back to the original question, should you have favorite kids? Absolutely not. I don't agree with that. I think your kids should be able to understand that it's okay for you to have a different relationship with each one of them. They should be able to understand, you know, I am different than my brother and sister, but that doesn't make me better or worse. I think that's the main thing that we need to really focus on as parents. We need to make sure that our kids are not feeling better or worse than their siblings because then a toxic environment. You've created a toxic environment without wanting to. Facts. (laughs) Or maybe you did want to. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think a good parent intentionally wants to do that. Yeah. It's just that we're A good one. A good one, of course. It's just that sometimes we do it unintentionally and we say things without thinking. And and that child, you know, they don't have past experiences. So what you may be saying that's coming from a good place might not be translated that way in their mind. And they're comparing themselves to the other families they see. And they don't even know what goes on behind the walls of the other family. But they're just like, oh, my God, this family's so happy. Like, why is it mine like that? Well, that's, yeah, that's a different that, that's something that us adults nowadays have to deal with <laughs> with social media, the comparison game. But that's a, a whole different topic. Okay, that's it, guys, for today's podcast. Thank you so much for watching. If you're here on YouTube, thank you so much for listening. If you're on any of our audio platforms, don't forget to leave us your reviews. It really helps us out. Don't forget to hit the bell so you can be notified every time we post a video. And until next time. Peace.